morning, ladies. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? I hope that today is off to an awesome start for you. It is off to a good start for us here. We are about to um, head to the amusement park, um, which may sound like torture to some of you, <laughs> but it is a fun for our family, we love it. It's going to be hot yet again here in Charlotte. And I gotta tell you, I just love being back like out and about with people. <laughs> it's as crazy as it sounds, it's so nice. Um, so I am loving that. I'm so happy to be here with you today as we start talking about rekindling our passion. What that means, what it looks like, Mila is, I thought she was coming for a hug and she just came to steal my phone. You know, that's mom life for you. Like, oh, are you coming to give me a hello? Oh no, you just want my electronic device. Okay, I see where I stand there. If you have that red live up the top, you've got us live. If not, you are listening to the recording and either way, I am so happy to have you here with us. So before we begin, as always, oh, you gave me a hug anyway? Thanks. All right, I'll take it. Um, before we begin, I'd love to start in prayer. If you need any prayers or if there's something um, that you'd like us to pray for you, whether specific or um, not, let us know and we'll make sure to pray for you or your family. I know we were praying for some moms last week, so let us know. You can always send me a message. Too. So, Father God, we just thank you for an amazing day today. Whether today started hectic or not, whether today started sunny or rainy, Father, we are just thankful that you woke us up with a passion and a drive to be better than we were yesterday. Father, help us to forget those mistakes that may be replaying in our mind. Father, help us to grow from times where we tripped and stepped and view those as building blocks, as opportunities um, to be closer to you and to be better. Father, remind us that when we fall, our faith grows because we are leaning into you to pick us back up. Father, our faith grows when we are at our lowest and we just thank you that you are there to carry us when our own strength cannot do such. Father, help um, all of these women to just feel your love and feel your presence today. Help them to go out and be more than conquerors. We love you and we praise you. And in Jesus' name, we all said amen. So welcome to all of our new members in the group. We had a lot of people join over the weekend. So if this is uh, your first time joining us for a live, welcome. You can always catch these on Spotify, Google Music, um, pretty much anywhere you can get Apple Music. Anywhere you can get a podcast, you can find us live under Fit and Faithful Moms. So be sure to look us up. And if you can't always catch us live, you can catch replays there as well. So today we are starting to talk about rekindling your passion. What am I talking about? We are halfway through the year. 
And a lot of us at the beginning of this year, I had a live on goal setting, and that is the first podcast that is up. And um, I was speaking with a client. She goes, we should have like a midway check-in. And I said, yes, absolutely. So Heather Hall, thank you for the inspiration for this live. We need to sort of have check-ins with ourselves, right? We need to check in and, and give ourselves a temp check. Um, my family watches basketball a lot. My husband loves it. My son plays it. I don't know if you're in a basketball or a sports family, but they have these things called temp checks, right? Where you could be really hot, but you could be shooting the basket from anywhere or basketball from anywhere on the court. It's going in, it's feeling good. And they try one that's a little bit ridiculous. You know, they're from downtown, way past where you should be shooting a basketball just to be like, can I make it from here too? And we need to be growing that way in our faith and in our health and in our relationships too. So we're calling this our temp check. We're rekindling that fire. Maybe you're saying today while listening to this, you know, I don't even know that I have a flame right now. Maybe this year has just smothered me down. My fire is out. My goals are forgotten. Um, I, I, I forget what I even had for a goal, right? All of those things could be coming up in your head, and that's fine. We're going to rekindle that back up. You could also be, have, be hitting your goals and be smashing it. And now you're thinking, all right, well, what's next? I, I hit my goal. I hit my weight loss. I hit my energy goal. I'm feeling better. What's next for me? So the first thing I want to talk about is what was a goal you had? I feel a lot of my clients that enter into the Methodized Mom program have goals that are broad and we need to narrow them down because we can start by saying i want to be closer to god okay what does that mean for you then what does that mean you're going to have to do we can start by saying we want to lose 25 pounds good that's a broad goal what steps then do you need to take right what action steps do you need to take because we can say we want to be closer to god that's our goal or we want to lose 25 pounds but unless we have some action steps to take it almost seems impossible to get there or real life gets in the way and we go oh i just didn't have time again today i didn't have time again today and i want to remind you that your health goals and your spiritual goals require a sacrifice there's going to be a part of you that has to die to move into what God called you to be. That happens when we step into Christ. A part of us has to die, right? The worldly ways, the old ways of thinking has to die for us to step into the new. That's no different than our health either. There are certain habits that you do that we're going to have to say we've, we've got to give those up to move into a healthier lifestyle. The mindset, for example, of I'll start on Monday. Now, today is Monday, so it's not really a, a good example, but they'll be next Monday. 
I messed up today, so I may as well just start again next Monday. Um, there's always the new year. We're at the halfway point now, and he goes, well, there's always a new year. I want you to remember you can start at 3.28 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. Just the same you can start at 7 a.m. on Monday morning. It doesn't have to be the perfect timing. In fact, putting that expectation even subconsciously in your head of I'm starting Monday at 7 a.m. is saying I have an expectation for perfection. That starting Monday at 7 a.m. I'm going to be perfect and everything is going to change. It's not always going to be pretty. It's not always going to be great. In January, we talked about thinking back and I'd like to do that a little bit again too. And I just want you to think last uh, January, we talked a long ways back. But this time, I just want you to think about these last six months. And I want you to think, this will be a little interactive and I'm not seeing comments um, come through. So if you're talking to me, I'm just not seeing them, but hello. I want you to think and maybe write on your phone or write on a pen and paper, things that you have overcome. And it does not have to be health related. It doesn't have to be spirit related. Penelope's here with us. It doesn't have to be family related. It can be anything, family, church, um, job. What is something that you've overcome this past six months? Think back. You don't have to go back far and it doesn't have to be something huge. Oh, I got a promotion. Oh, I, I lost 10 pounds. It doesn't have to be that. It could be that God woke me up each day and gave me breath in my lungs. That, that was my... That was my victory these last six months. It can be that. So I just want you to think real, real quickly on that. And then I want you to think about what you envision for the next six months. We're not writing this year off just because we're in June. We are not going to say, well, this was what I said in January. This is where I am now. Looks like I'm going to have to wait until 2022. No, we can start this right now. So think ahead about the goals that you have for the next six months of your life. I want you to think about where your family wants to be, where your mindset wants to be, where your health, where your relationship with Christ wants to be. I want you to think about that for a minute. I'll give you a second here. And this is something that you can come back and rewatch and, and redo. By no means do I expect you to take 30 seconds and write six months of goals down. But I just want you to envision yourself in that place. Whether you're feeling less anxiety, less anger or stress. Maybe you're feeling more energy, feeling more confident feeling fulfilled in what God's calling you to do. I want you to think through that for a minute. And once you have that, you may want to close your eyes, envision it. I do this closing my eyes all the time. Um, I have a life coach, a health coach, a fitness coach, a business coach. I have all of those too. And most of the time 
with my coaches, I'll close my eyes because it helps me to envision exactly what I want. And I want it deep inside because you cannot have what I talked about, a high level goal and reach it. Because if your goal is just, I want to lose 25 pounds, when a difficult situation comes up, you no longer care about the 25 pounds, right? Like that doesn't matter. Now you're just saying, I'm relying on my willpower to get me through this. And then because it can't, you deem yourself a failure. I don't want you to do that. I want you to have a deep rooted purpose for what you're doing each day. So go ahead and, and envision yourself there. Next, I want you to envision some things, and this can be writing down or you could journal, you could just think it. What needs to change in order for me to get there? These are some hard conversations that we have to have. This isn't an easy Monday life <laughs> by any means. You have to determine there are some things I'm going to have to give up to step into that future self that I just envisioned in my head. If that is, I want to grow spiritually. Are you allowing yourself time to be impacted by Jesus and the Holy Spirit in you? Are you allowing yourself space to do what he's calling you to do? Or are you packing your schedule so busy that when God tells you to move, you go, okay, but I don't know when because I'm so busy with all these other things. I'm busy, 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 busy. Busy is not the goal of a well-rounded, healthy Christian woman. We are not called to be busy and stressed and overwhelmed. If we do not have the space, we talked about this last week, of weeding things out, then we are not going to have the space for God's work to be done through us. We have to have the space. So you're, ha you're going to have to make the time that when God says move, you say yes. When God says jump, we say how high. And I feel like as women, we do this for maybe our kids or our friends or our bosses or anything else. How high do you want me to jump? Okay, you want me to work even more? Yep, all right, okay, I'll do that, I'll do that. But when God calls us to it, we go, no, that seems like too much. That seems like, like, I'm not capable of that. I don't think I can do that. We're willing to do it for our boss or for our husbands or for our kids or for our friends. But when God challenges us, we start coming up with those excuses that we can't and we won't. And I want to challenge you today that God's putting that on you. He knows you can't. He can through you. It's not up to us. So let's ditch that mentality of I can't. Yes, of course we can't. We were never called to do that, all of it. God's gonna do it through you. It's when you can't that we grow the most, that we say, oh my gosh, this is a miracle. There is a miracle every single day happening in your life and I challenge you to find it in the busyness that our world becomes. So tough and honest question. Are you allowing yourself to have room for spiritual growth? 
Are you allowing yourself room for your health growth? Do you find spots in your day that you can carve time out to say, I'm going to work on my body because God sacrificed so much for me that I'm going to do this to honor him? Are you going to trust God with your messiness, with the crazy things that are motherhood, right? Every day is not a beautiful bouquet of motherhood, right? Kids get crazy. I get frustrated. They get angry. We all get hangry. Things happen. But are you willing to let God work through that? Or are we going to shove them down and let those weeds and roots grow in you? We want help with God to pull that out. God can get you to where you want to be, but you need to be, you need to allow the space for it to happen. So just think about those things that you're going to have to remove. Is it going to be easy? No, but I would argue that going to the cross wasn't either, right? And Jesus did that for you and he did that for me. But sometimes when we come into face of temptation, maybe that is lust. Maybe that temptation is um, desire for something else or comparison. Maybe that's food temptation. That all of a sudden we forget all that Christ did for us and we cave right in. That's your worldly self caving in. You can't do it without God. So where are you willing to make the sacrifice that he sacrificed for you on those daily, daily steps? What does that look like for you? The next part of this I want to look at now that you're envisioning all of this is your support and your outreach. This group is here for you to encourage and uplift you and guide you. But if you want that one-on-one -on -one support, if you want that personalization, if you want that person that's there for you to say, all right, we're going to break this down bit by bit, that's where the methodized mom comes in. I know that we had some people commenting and asking about that program. That is specifically for that so that you don't have to say, all right, I'm going to get through this on, the, on my own strength. We're meant to go through life together and supported. So use the group if you're feeling confident in starting this on your own. But if you're saying, I need a little direction and I need some help here because there's a lot going on that we need to work through, don't feel as if you have to go through it alone. That's not the goal. Remember at the beginning, we, we thought back about all we've accomplished the past six months. You're an overcomer already. For some reason, we just dust those things off and we don't give credit to it, right? We're like, yeah, well, that was before. That was before. And I urge you to think like David in this case. He didn't just think, oh, well, yeah, God saved me before, but he's not going to again. Oh, yeah, that was before. That's not, that's not my future. He used those triumphant wins that God brought him through in his past to envision a future that people thought was crazy for him, right? But he knew that God called it over him. I need you to use those past triumphant wins 
as fuel for your future. They do not have to be your past. The best isn't behind you. The best is still yet to come. You don't have to be a victim of your past. You can move forward and grow from it. So think about all those things, all those wins, big, small, huge, minute, all those things that God brought you through. Think like David and go, there's a possibility. Not only is there a possibility, I'm sure of it, that it will happen with God's help. Thinking about this Monday mentality that we've been having, I, I want to dive just a little bit um, into the diet mentality. And when I use diet in the group, I talk um, about your nutrition, how you're fueling your body, not that we're going on a diet. I never want you to jump on a diet because that entails you putting it in a cage and putting your food in in little boxes and things. Unless you have an allergy, there is no reason to be on a diet that's going to restrict you for however long. Start your health journey one small step at a time. And if nutrition is your thing and we were talking about um, food being your weakness and you go, oh, I'm not, I can't win that battle because there's nine pastries in front of me, right? I can't win this. There's too many things in front of me. Just start with one choice. It doesn't have to be everything all at once. And that really can be food or workouts or, or taking care of your mental space. It does not have to happen all at once. These are small steps that you should be taking because we can only take so many decisions in one day. We've talked about that decision fatigue before. You need to make sustainable changes. If it is not lifelong, it will not last because eventually your willpower will give up. We're not meant to survive on willpower. We're not meant to survive on self-control. We can't do that without Jesus, right? We can't do that without the Holy Spirit. So make small changes that you go, all right, well, instead of a donut for breakfast, I'm gonna start my day with anything else, whatever. Instead of dessert every night, I'm going to have it every other night. So that you're not eliminating it, you're just making it a sustainable change. You don't have to base your mistakes of yesterday to determine your future tomorrow. Just because you overate yesterday doesn't mean that you're bound to be an overeater forever. Just because you, I mean, I sinned already today, but just because you sinned more yesterday doesn't, you know, make you, oh, well, I'm gonna up that tomorrow. There's gonna be more than those. No, we're just trying to be a little better tomorrow than we were yesterday. So I hope that this was a little helpful in thinking back of the wins that you've had with Christ helping you, small and big, and to rethink that that wasn't who you used to be and that wasn't the best you. And um, sometimes those thoughts of like, oh, I was so skinny then, yet I called myself so fat and I was so unhappy and now look at where I am now. 
I had only known then what I know now. Your future self will tell yourself that right here, that same exact thing. Those same conversations, unless we rephrase that perspective in our mind of, I was there once. Was I really actually happy though? Was I really mentally okay with where I was? What, what else can I be? I can be more than that. I can do more than that. I want God to use all of my messiness. I want God to use your messiness to drive and deliver us into something better. The world is never going to be perfect, right? And the more I think about what God did for me, sent his son here, right? To die, to save me, the easier it makes those life choices to be healthier for him. I want him to continue to do work through me. I want him to be able to speak through me or encourage through me or encourage my kids and, and run around with them and be good. So I need that energy from him to be better. There are things that I need to sacrifice too. And it's going to grow and it's going to be difficult, but allow God into that difficult space. Don't just push it down, show it to him so that he can grow you. And be like David, if nothing else, view those victories of your past as setups for what victories are to come in your future. The future you that you envisioned a few minutes ago, that note, whether you close your eyes or wrote down is not impossible. Anything is possible with Christ in you, right? He's already brought you through so much. What makes you think that the best is behind you? I know I get into that mindset and that's the devil too, trying to be like, well, that was it. Oh, those were the glory days. Now it's just ugh, tired and cranky and whatever. Your best days are still ahead of you. Just as we grow little steps in my program, each day, each week, we lay a new foundation, put a new setup. New foundation, grow a little bit more. God's doing the same thing in your life. So I hope you are encouraged. I hope that if nothing else, you view your past victories as setups for future victories that are to come through Jesus. I hope that you have a good vision of where you want to be. And if you don't, and if you need that guidance, that's what my Methodized Mom program is for. It's called Methodized because it's set up. There's structure to it. It makes sense. It's not a big change all at once. We lay the foundation for a lifelong change for you, for your family, for your kids, for your kids' kids and beyond, that we can break those chains of unhealthy mental habits, physical habits, maybe it's uh, other habits with food, that we can break those and your family can be free because of your chain-breaking strength with Jesus in you. If you'd like to learn more about that, you can always message me, comment, um, DM me, whatever you would like. I hope that you feel encouraged and know that you do not have to start next year. 
you can start right now. It's 10:27 a.m. on a Monday. You can start right now, regardless of how today started. You can say, I'm gonna start on Wednesday at some random time. You don't have to start on Monday. It doesn't all have to be perfect. It just has to be progress in the right direction. Expect the slip ups. They will come, but don't view them as a failure. View them as a chance to grow. View them as a chance to give them to God and see what he's working through you in that dark time to grow you into something you can't even imagine on the other side. Have an awesome, awesome day, ladies. Thanks for joining me here today. I hope that you feel set up for some next six-month goals. Assess where you are, where you want to be, and where you're going. And I'm excited to hear about it. Post them in the group because I'm just as excited for you and we'll hold you accountable. I'll talk to you ladies soon. Have an awesome rest of your Monday. Bye, everyone.